0: Hey everyone, welcome to Vicki's Cozy Corner. It's Vicki Lane, your host. Thank you for joining us for episode two, where in today's segment for how to communicate effectively, our topic is conversations, rules of engagement. We'll begin by discussing how I like to converse with people. How I speak with people is how I would like to be spoken to. I am a true believer that for lack of better words, you train people how to speak to you. That said, my rules of engagement for every conversation consist of the following. One, giving and receiving respect. Two, giving and receiving grace. Three, lots of laughs. And four, if you're my friend, lots of songs sung with the wrong lyrics boldly as if I were right. Believe it or not, miscommunication can cause confusion and confusion can cause conflict, whether it be internal or external. Conflict, not resolved, can be destructive. Today, I want to talk to you all about how to communicate effectively throughout everyday conversations. In order to communicate effectively, I want to take you all through five steps that I believe can truly help you in all your relationships whether they be personal or professional step one communicate courageously step two simplify and be direct step three listen and encourage input step four illustrate through examples and step five affirm with actions now I'm going to deep dive into each step. Step one, communicate courageously. One must be courageous in their conversations by communicating openly, truthfully, and transparently rather than defensively or with the purpose of laying blame. If you lead by example, you allow others to feel comfortable doing the same. Step two, simplify and be direct. It's self-explanatory, right? Say what you mean and be direct. Don't hide behind a lot of information. Simple communication is smart communication. Also, please keep in mind that while practicing step two, you should only do this if you are level-headed in that moment. Do not, and I repeat, do not speak if you are having a very intense emotional reaction. Also, try not to raise your voice. If you are having an intense emotional reaction and are unable to use emotional intelligence in that moment, simply tell whoever you're speaking with that you need time to digest all that has been said or has occurred before you continue, and then give them a realistic time frame in which you will continue the conversation. Step three listen and encourage input simply become an engaged listener i'm sure many of you all have heard the quote most people don't listen with the intent to understand they listen with the intent to reply don't be that person if this has ever happened to you think about how frustrating it was and then purpose yourself to not do it to others listening is the most difficult skill in communication As I've gotten older, I've learned and am still learning in certain situations how important it is to pause and be okay with silence. It's also important to encourage others to give their input before I give mine and to try to listen 80% of the conversation without interrupting and use the other 20% of it to speak. Some quick suggestions on how to do that is one, have an open mind to what's being said. Don't judge and just listen. Two, forget the details and try to focus on the big picture. Three, don't interrupt until the other person is finished speaking. Wait in between statements to ask them to repeat themselves. And four, don't jump to conclusions. This will give you time to actually think before formulating responses. Again, it's tough, but stay encouraged. Step four, illustrate through examples. The blame game. No one loves it, right? When you use accusatory language, it makes someone automatically put up their guard and has them in a fight to win the argument mode. Ironically, when speaking, never use the words you always or you never. Simply put, those two words are exaggeration words. They are also delivery vehicles of fear, obligation, and guilt, used by the giver of those words to make the recipient feel sorry, fearful, obligated, or guilty towards the person who used those two phrases. Even if a person doesn't communicate or show actions how you receive them, doesn't mean that they aren't trying. It takes patience to realize that everyone communicates and receives communication differently. So some examples of the phrases that I like to use through step four, for instance, are 1. When this happens, it makes me feel like this i.e. keep the focus on the present situation and be specific do not use the current conversation as a way to bring up past conversations two what i heard you say is abc is that correct by doing this you're providing feedback and it gives the other person the time to either say yes or to clarify what they said or meant and then three you know I really appreciate when you do A, B, and C. Oh, I have something else on my mind. Is now a good time for you? Leading with compliments of what a person does well oftentimes makes a person more open to having uncomfortable conversations. When you illustrate through examples, you give life to the situation through specifics. It helps the person focus on how you're feeling without dismissing you or what you're saying. Finally, step five, affirm with actions. People need to trust you. Your behavior and actions communicate a world of information. So again, be clear in the messages you send Even if you aren't speaking a word, for example, of using nonverbal communication to help you connect with others is to use open body language, such as maintaining eye contact, sitting at the edge of your seat, or having your arms uncrossed. I would also make sure that you watch the tone of your voice. Oftentimes, it's not what you say, but how you say it. Another way to affirm with actions after these sometimes uncomfortable conversations would be to create and verbalize an action plan. I know, it may sound like more work. However, if you were to tell a family member, friend, partner, coworker, or whoever, What you took away from the conversation and action items on your end, I'm sure whoever you're speaking to will be able to do the same. The end result being that both of you all feel valued and cared for from one another, which is what we all want, right? Just make sure that whatever you have on your action plan, you can be committed to doing. Don't start something you aren't willing to commit to doing for however long that particular relationship lasts. If you're unable to commit to certain items, then communicate to whoever it is and actually have valid reasons why you can't. It will save you a heap of trouble. In summary, those five steps should help you learn how to communicate effectively, fearlessly, and compassionately. I can't wait to speak to you all next time. Don't forget to review, like, comment, and subscribe. If you would like to discuss further or have any other topics you would like me to talk about, hit me up in the DM. You can find me and follow me on IG at Lane 5 that's V-I-C-K-I-L-A-I-N-E, the number five, or at Vicki's Cozy Corner for more content. Stay safe, stay blessed. Always Vicky Lane.